The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Friday is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, May 26, 2023, Friday of the seventh week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Philip Neri. Born in 1515, at an early age, he abandoned the chance to become a businessman, moved to Rome from Florence, and devoted his life and individuality to God. After three years of study, he gave up any thought of ordination. But he rapidly gathered around himself a group of laypersons. Initially, they met as an informal prayer and discussion group and also served poor people in Rome. Now, at the urging of his confessor, Philip was ordained a priest and soon became an outstanding confessor himself, gifted with the knack of piercing the pretenses and illusions of others, always in a charitable manner, often with a joke. He was known for his sense of humor. Some of Philip's followers became priests and lived together in community, the beginning of the oratory, the religious institute he founded. St. Philip Neri is one of the influential figures of the Counter-Reformation. He died in 1595. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. And in the spirit of St. Philip Neri, a saint with a sense of humor, let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, so far I've done all right. I haven't gossiped. I haven't lost my temper, haven't been greedy, grumpy, nasty, selfish, or overindulgent. I'm really glad about that. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to get out of bed. And from then on, I'm going to need a lot more help. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. It's a beautiful passage from the book of Proverbs and very clear. Wisdom is extremely important for our interior life, extremely important for our life. Wisdom protects us. We love her. She watches over us. And the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Make it a priority. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Value wisdom. Value that deep insight that the gift of wisdom brings. So, Lord Jesus, in our poverty, in our ignorance, we go to you. We realize that we lack wisdom in so many ways, so many times where 
ignorant or confused. We make mistakes of judgment, value judgments. And so during this 10-day devotion to the Holy Spirit, in which we are praying through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, we come to you humbly and we ask you for the gift of wisdom. You are the way and the truth and the life. You go to heaven, have gone to heaven, to pour out the Holy Spirit on the world. When you send the Holy Spirit down upon us in Pentecost, give us this precious gift, wisdom. Give us the truth, the truth you are, that is true wisdom. And what is the gift of wisdom? I think one way of thinking about wisdom, which is very simple, but very helpful, is that the gift of wisdom is the mental and intellectual habit of seeing things from the perspective of eternity, valuing things in relation to eternity. What value does this have in relationship to God, and specifically to God's eternity? To grow in wisdom is to ask, how does this specific event, how does this earthly reality, whatever it is, how does this experience a problem that I'm living through relate to God? What consequences does it have for eternity? How does this temporal fleeting reality affect my relationship to God, my eternal destiny? And asking those questions and thinking about things in that way helps us to stay calm because many things we tend to overvalue. Since we don't have the perspective of eternity, we don't take the long view, we overestimate the value of things. We overestimate the value, especially of difficulties. So Jesus, we ask you, give us this gift of putting things into perspective and into the most true perspective, which is the perspective of God, the perspective of eternal life. This is how St. Josemaria puts it. St. Josemaria writes, with a supernatural outlook, with serenity and peace, that is the way to see things, people, and events from the viewpoint of eternity. And then, whatever barrier blocks your way, even if it is, humanly speaking, enormous, when you really raise your eyes to heaven, how tiny it becomes. And this is a good question, Jesus, for us to ask you in our prayer. What am I seeing with a lack of perspective? What am I making just too big a deal out of? What am I too worried about? What am I valuing too much? Where am I making that proverbial mountain out of a molehill? Perhaps many of us have seen those pictures, the kind of optical illusions, which at first sight just look like a bunch of dots. And then it's an image that can only be seen when we move the picture far enough away from our eyes, from our face. And then whatever the image is, comes into perspective, it comes into view when we've got the right distance from it. Well, that's like this gift of wisdom. We put things in perspective by taking the long view. And the longest view, and also the truest view, is the view of eternity, the view of the value that things have in relation to God and in relation to our destiny in God. And Jesus, thank you so much. If we read your preaching, you're constantly doing this for us. You're constantly raising our sights to God, constantly raising our sights to eternity. What does it profit a man, our Lord asks us? What does it profit a man if he gain the whole world 
and yet lose his soul? What good is worrying about material things, acquiring material things, acquiring earthly honors, having success here below, having fame here below, if in the end we miss out on God, we miss out on eternal life and lose our soul? That's, that's a great example of wisdom shared with us by Jesus Christ. Or that wonderful parable, Lord Jesus, that you tell us of the rich fool. Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them the parable, the land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, what should I do for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. You fool, you person who lacks wisdom, you put all this value, all of this importance into your stuff. And now you're dead. <laughs> and what are you going to bring to God? You don't have treasure in heaven. You have not been rich towards God. So wisdom helps us reduce the significance of earthly things to put into a better perspective the important weight of passing realities. But at the same time, it helps us increase the significance of other things. When we think about what's really important from the perspective of God, from the perspective of eternity, we realize that trusting God with faith and hope and loving God and others with charity, these are the super important things in life. This is what we bring to heaven with us. This is what gets us to God in eternity. This is what matters to God, that we trust him, that we hope in him, and that we love him in himself and in others. And once we have that perspective, that deep wisdom of what really matters, what really matters, trusting God, hoping God, loving God in himself and in others, well, then the value of other things lights up. They don't, it, they're not just minimized, but they are lit up as opportunities to do that. The smallest things in my life, how I take care of my material possessions, how I use my money, how I use my time, what I'm doing when I'm driving in the car, how I'm aware of the people around me, right? the smallest little things that make up my life. From the perspective of eternity, they're not simply insignificant because, well, what does it really matter? Because, you know, compared to God, all this is nothing. No, they're super important now because that's the matter. That's the material with which we gain eternity. That's precisely where we meet God and where we love God. So Lord Jesus, help us to see this twofold readjustment of our vision that comes with the gift of wisdom. On the one hand, Jesus, we realize with wisdom that the things of the earth don't matter too much compared to the things of eternity. And on the other hand, Jesus, we also see that 
in your plan for us. It's precisely by loving through the things of the earth, the relationships we have now, the duties we have now, the material and professional gifts and opportunities you've given us now, that that's how we reach heaven. So all those things have this eternal value. The wisdom that comes from heaven, we read in St. James, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Jesus, give us this wisdom always, the pure, leading us to charity, leading us to trust, and therefore leading us to you in heaven. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's the Memorial of St. Philip Neri, Friday, May 26, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. 
Shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. I am worn out with crying with longing for my God. Alleluia. I am am worn worn out with crying, with with longing for for my God. Alleluia. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly. My sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me, Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be dismayed through me, God of Israel. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in mourning, they make me a byword. The gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am worn out with crying. With With longing longing for my God. God. Alleluia. I needed 
food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion. For consolers, not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. As for me, in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather, through the contemplation of his wounds, make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle John. See what love the Father has bestowed on us 
in letting us be called children of God. Yet that is what we are. The reason the world does not recognize us is that it never recognized the Son. Dearly beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be later has not yet come to light. We know that when it comes to light, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Everyone who has this hope, based on Him, keeps himself pure, as He is pure. Everyone who sins acts lawlessly, for sin is lawlessness. You know well that the reason he revealed himself was to take away sins. In him there is nothing sinful. The man who remains in him does not sin. The man who sins has not seen him or known him. Little ones, let no one deceive you. The man who acts in holiness is holy indeed, even as the Son is holy. And the man who sins belongs to the devil, because the devil is a sinner from the beginning. It was to destroy the devil's works that the Son of God revealed himself. No one begotten of God acts sinfully, because he remains of God's stock. He cannot sin because he is begotten of God. That is the way to see who are God's children and who are the devil's. No one whose actions are unholy belongs to God, nor anyone who fails to love his brother. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. See how great is the love the Father has given us. We are are called called God's God's children, and and that that is what what we are. Alleluia. We know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he really is. We We are are called God's God's children, and and that that is what we are. Alleluia. A reading from A Sermon by St. Augustine. Bishop. The Apostle tells us to rejoice, but in the Lord, not in the world. Whoever wishes to be a friend of this world, says Scripture, will be reckoned an enemy of God. As a man cannot serve two masters, so one cannot rejoice both in the world and in the Lord. Let joy in the Lord prevail then until joy in the world is no more. Let joy in the Lord go on increasing. Let joy in the world go on decreasing until it is no more. This is said not because we are not to rejoice while we are in this world, but in order that even while we are still in this world, we may already rejoice in the Lord. You may object, I am in the world. If I rejoice, I certainly rejoice where I am. What is this? Do you mean that because you are in the world, you are not in the Lord? Listen again to the apostles, speaking now to the Athenians. In the Acts of the Apostles, he says this of God and the Lord our Creator. In Him we live and move and have our being. 
If he is everywhere, where is he not? Surely this was what he was exhorting us to realize. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. This is a great truth, that he ascended above all the heavens, yet is near to those on earth. Who is this stranger and neighbor, if not the one who became our neighbor out of compassion? The man lying on the road, half dead by robbers. The man treated with contempt by the priest and the Levite who passed by. The man approached by the passing Samaritan to take care of him and help him. That man is the whole human race. When the Immortal One, the Holy One, was far removed from us because we were mortal and sinners, he came down to us so that he, the stranger, might become our neighbor. He did not treat us as our sins deserved. For we are now sons of God. How do we show this? The only Son of God died for us so that he might not remain alone. He who died as the only Son did not want to remain as the only Son. For the only Son of God made many sons of God. He bought brothers for himself by his blood. He made them welcome by being rejected. He ransomed them by being sold. He honored them by being dishonored. He gave them life by being put to death. So, brethren, rejoice in the Lord, not in the world. That is, rejoice in the truth, not in wickedness. Rejoice in the hope of eternity not in the fading flower of vanity. That is the way to rejoice. Wherever you are on earth, however long you remain on earth, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Rejoice, brothers. Strive for perfection. Encourage one another. Live in harmony and peace. And the, and the God, God of peace and love will, will be, be with you. Alleluia. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace through your faith in him. And the, and the God, God of peace and love will be with you. Alleluia. Let us pray. O God, who never cease to bestow the glory of holiness on the faithful servants you raise up for yourself, Graciously grant that the Holy Spirit may kindle in us that fire with which he wonderfully filled the heart of St. Philip Neri. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, May 26, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives Peter 
a very unique opportunity to atone for his earlier betrayal. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Tend my sheep. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Truly, truly I say to you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you would. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish to go. This he said to show by what death he was to glorify God. Follow me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We've talked about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but equally important are the fruits of those gifts. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. These are the fruits which bind the soul more directly to God and to its own holiness. Next, St. Paul enumerates others which are aimed chiefly at the good of our neighbor. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, meekness, and patience, being forbearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. The goodness which the Apostle is telling us about is a stable disposition of the will which makes us desire all kinds of good for others without distinction. Friends and enemies, relatives or strangers, neighbors, or those far away. The soul feels itself beloved by God. This prevents it from feeling jealousy or envy. In others, it sees children of God whom he loves and for whom Christ has died. It is not enough just to have a theoretical desire of good for others. True charity is an efficacious love which is transformed into actions. Charity is beneficent, St. Paul tells us. Kindness is precisely that disposition of the heart which inclines us to do good to others. This fruit is shown in myriad works of mercy, both corporal and spiritual, which Christians carry out all over the world without excluding anyone. In our own life, it is shown in the thousand details of service which we offer to those with whom we live and work daily. Kindness inspires us to bring peace and joy wherever we go and to have a constant disposition to be understanding and affable. Gentleness is intimately united to goodness and perfection and is, as it were, its finishing and perfection. It opposes those barren outbursts of anger which really are a sign of weakness. Charity is not irritable or resentful, but is always gentle and refined, maintained by a great fortitude of spirit. The soul which possesses this gift of the Holy Spirit is not impatient, 
nor does it harbor resentment for the offenses or insults received from others, although it may feel sometimes very vividly because of its greater sensitivity derived from its friendship with God, the bitterness and harshness, the humiliations they inflict. It knows that God uses all this to purify souls. Faithfulness allows gentleness. The faithful person fulfills all duties, even the smallest, and is trusted by others. Sacred Scripture tells us there is nothing so precious as a faithful friend, and no scales can measure his excellence. To be faithful is one way of living justice and charity. Faithfulness constitutes a summary of all the fruits which refer to our relations with our neighbor. The three last fruits which St. Paul indicates refer to the virtue of temperance. This, under the influence of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, produces fruits of modesty, continence, and chastity. A modest person knows how to behave serenely and properly in each situation, appreciating the talents he or she possesses without magnifying or minimizing them, knowing them to be God's gift for the service of others. This fruit of the Holy Spirit is reflected in that person's outward carriage, in his mode of speech and dress, in his dealings with people and social relations. Modesty is attractive because it bespeaks simplicity and inner order. The last two fruits which St. Paul indicates are continence and chastity. As if by instinct, the soul is extremely vigilant to avoid what might damage interior and exterior purity so pleasing to God. These fruits, which give beauty to Christian life and dispose the soul to understanding what refers to God, can be gathered even in the midst of great temptations. If one avoids the occasion and struggles with decision, knowing that the grace of God will never be lacking. As we finish our prayer, we draw near the Most Blessed Virgin because God uses her so that, by the influence of the paraclete, she will produce abundant fruit in souls. I am the mother of fair love, of fear, of knowledge, and of holy hope. Come to me, you who desire me, and eat your fill of my produce. For the remembrance of me is sweeter than honey, and my inheritance sweeter than the honeycomb. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, 
a sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help, with a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Let my eyes stream with tears day and night without rest over the great destruction which overwhelms the virgin daughter of my people over her incurable wound. If I walk out into the field, look, though slain by the sword. If I enter the city, look, those consumed by hunger. Even the prophet and the priest forage in a land they know not. Have you cast Judah off completely? Is Zion loathsome to you? Why have you struck us a blow that cannot be healed? We wait for peace to no avail, for a time of healing, but terror comes instead. We recognize, O Lord, our wickedness, the guilt of our fathers, that we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, spurn us not, disgrace us, not the throne of your glory. Remember your covenant with us, and break it not. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit 
as it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. Amen. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Come into the Lord's presence singing for joy. Alleluia. Come into the Lord's presence singing for joy. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God devoted to us as a Father, you created us as a sign of your power and elected us, your people, to show your goodness. Accept the thanks your children offer that all men may enter your courts, praising you in song. Come, Come into, into the, the Lord's, Lord's presence, singing for joy. Alleluia. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your, On your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have, I have set, set my watchmen, watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have I set, set my watchmen, watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On, On your, your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who never cease to bestow the glory of holiness on the faithful servants you raise up for yourself, graciously grant that the Holy Spirit may kindle in us that fire with which he wondrously filled the heart of St. Philip Neri. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, I hope you have some enjoyment planned for this weekend. It's coming right up, you know. Morning Air is coming up even sooner in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.